Episode 80, Lumiere, a new challenger approaches. Hey everybody, and welcome to the ChatGPT Report. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm excited to bring you the latest AI news that I feel is important. As an aside, the title of this episode was in reference to the Smash Brothers video game series on Nintendo. I uh, hope most of you caught that. Team, thank you for giving me a listen today. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a new episode every week on Thursdays with interviews every Monday. Follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPTReport, the purple logo. And please send an email, thechatgptreport at gmail.com if you'd like to be interviewed or just have something to say. So... What will we talk about today? We'll be talking about a new GPT site to sort through, a fun GPT, Lumiere, obviously, the FTX, and finally, a. did I say the FTX? I meant the FTC. I was like, FTX has gone out of business. I'll have to get on my editor for that one. I am the editor. That was an inside joke, everybody. Anyway, the FTC, and finally, a mid-journey update that is frankly awesome. So strap in, and let's get started. Before we get into that, I do have one small news item here that's pretty clever. Uh, in You can now bring GPTs into the conversation in ChatGPT, uh, so all you have to do is put an at symbol, and you get to select the GPT that you want to use. This allows you to pretty much add relevant GPTs with the full context of the conversation. Now, it's still in beta, so many users might not have this, but pretty cool detail to add into there. So you don't have to be flipping back and forth. So that was actually a really good update. You can stay on one page and just go super deep with it. So very cool. All right, now let's get into the big stuff. For the GPTs of the week, I actually have a fun one out here called The Oregon Trail by ex-user Yohei. Hey, uh, that's Y-O-H-E-I. And it's The Oregon Trail. What a fun little idea here. I had fun messing around with it and legit playing the game. Uh, but one of the cooler aspects was, you know, if you're, if you're probably asking yourself, Ryan, why don't you just play the actual game? It's faster and it's well the actual game. Well, firstly, you're right. But secondly, it felt more of like a choose-your-own-adventure game. You could really go off script, which in, in the normal game you couldn't. For example, you're being attacked by aliens now. That was a fun uh, area to go down in the Oregon Trail. So not your basic Oregon Trail. You can still do that, but you can add stuff to it. So a little fun choose-your-own-adventure. Anyway, a GPT to bide your time. Yes, it's not practical, but I had a fun time with it. The second GPT isn't even a GPT. It's a directory page for you, and it it's called All GPTs. And you can find it by going to allgpts.co. And again, I'll link it on Twitter and X like I always do. But it was made by John Rush X, so that's John and then R-U-S-H, no space, and then X on X. That's fun to say. And it's exactly what the title says. So what you do is you can search over 30,000 GPTs. And the key to this is you get to pick a category and then dive in from there. So for example, you can dive into hobby or a humor GPTs or coach GPTs. Now, the reason I mention this is because I like it. Because sometimes when you look at all these GPTs on the main page of OpenAI, it, it gets really confusing and sometimes a little overwhelming. But here, you can dive in as deep or as shallow as you want. 
and has a ranking system as well. So you can see the most relevant in your category. Again, not a GPT, but a good directory to check out and to kind of uh, dip your toes in, if, especially if you get lost looking at the main page of G- these GPTs on the main page. You have no idea what to do. So to check that out, that's all GPTs. All right, let's get to the main subject here. Google has introduced a groundbreaking AI tool named Lumiere. Uh, It happened late last week, but my episode was already out, so I wasn't able to talk on it. And it apparently represents a significant advancement in video generation technology. Like I said, apparently. Uh, Sidhu on X mentioned some of this, uh, Bill Bill Walla, um, and he, I'll, I'll t- link him. And he mentioned some of this, and he goes on to talk more about it. So I invite you to check out his post. I'll link it naturally on X. But to summarize what he said, as well as what Lumiere is, which is actually, for those linguists out there, is a French word, which means light and illumination. Anyway, Lumiere, it is versatile, capable of video in-painting, transforming still images into videos, and creating stylized video content. The key innovation here is the, quote, space-time diffusion, end quote, process, which involves a space-time UNET architecture. Now, this approach generates an entire video in a single pass pass through rather than the traditional method of creating keyframes and interpolating between them. Now the result is a video with much more temporal consistency. Now the unified generation process of Lumiere also allows for easier direction of video creation as it can seamlessly integrate with other models and tasks without the need for piecing together parts of the video. Now it can take additional inputs to condition the generation, thereby leveraging the full potential of AI in video creation. Now according to user studies mentioned in the paper, Lumiere outperforms other tools like Runway, Gen2, Pika Labs, and Stable Video Diffusion in quality text alignment and motion. And there's anticipation for Google to release this technology with speculation that it could be integrated into YouTube, particularly for video in-painting, blending reality with imagination, and enhancing YouTube's generative AI capabilities. Now, as it seems with all integrations these days, guys, and all technologies that come out, it's, it, it's a demo. You cannot play with it yet. They made this big announcement, and yet again, we can't mess with it. I'm honestly starting to hate this strategy because you post all the best at the demo. Then when normal people like me get into it, it's disappointing. All the talk that it outperforms the big boys like Runway and Pika and Stable Diffusion, I think are overblown. How quick are we to forget the disaster that was Gemini claiming to beat out all the competitors from their own study? So if you're like me, I urge caution when already claiming it's better than these guys. It's a sales tactic used to get its name out there. Google's launch of AI products this year and this past year have been pretty abysmal, but what they've shown is they at least work on the product. Bard was bad when it came out first, but it ended up being decent at the end of it. So what we've learned, or at least me, is that Google announcements are always met with a grain of salt. So keep your head on a swivel with all this new stuff coming down the line. And I urge you guys, again, the demos always look incredible. And then you get to the main stuff and you're like, what the heck happened? If you can't get your hands on it, don't trust the demos. That That's my advice for you. It, you know, we have these, I'll put an example in as a precursor to us talking about mid-journey. Midjourney pops up an update and there's everyone in the field is messing around with it, creating these incredible images because uh, newsflash, their technology works already when they update it. So I, it's one of those things that 
it Google is just it, it, it I'm not a big fan of them introducing new products, especially when they're like, look at all it can do. You can't play with it. And all the case studies say it's amazing from our team. Uh, I I just hate their strategy, but at least they work on it. But just don't get too excited. Even when it does come out, I'm sure it'll take time before it really has some sway in there. I mentioned there was going to be a precursor here, so we will be talking about Midjourney right now. And they released a new version of its anime-focused image model, Ninji version 6. And uh, just a little overview of what this is for those uh, that need to know, like myself. Uh, This model was tailored for anime styles and aesthetics, and it excels in creating dynamic and action-packed visuals, emphasizing characters and composition. The version 6 Niji, I should have gone to, uh, Midjourney has a lot of those, um, uh, they call it after hours, I think, where you can listen to them talk about the updates and stuff. I need to go to more of those so that I know how to pronounce some of these things. But (laughs) anyway, Niji, we'll call it Niji, offers several advanced, Niji version 6, offers several advancements such as better understanding of diverse anime style subjects from detailed prompts and support for long and descriptive prompts for improved visual outputs and the ability to translate complex, non-traditional descriptions into effect in anime visuals. It also introduces a feature called Style Raw, which allows for exploration of unrefined creative anime style expressions. And an interesting new capability of Niji version 6 is its ability to render text directly onto images, which is considered a significant upgrade. Uh, for those interested in using Niji, it's, it's available uh, with the, you know, obviously you have to be a Midjourney user. Users can access the model by going to the Midjourney chatbot, selecting backslash settings, and then choosing Niji ver- uh, model version 6 alpha from the image model menu. After closing the menu and keeping the default settings, users can begin creating their anime images. Being frank with y'all, I was this close to canceling my Midjourney subscription a couple months ago with Dolly being released on ChatGPT, but it really does add so much detail to the characters now, and I'm loving the constant updates. I'm very impressed with the team behind it, and I, I really have to say the way they it's coming along has been fantastic. Dolly has been able to do better with words. Midjourney has been terrible with words in the past, but with this new update, it, they, they have done a great job. If you notice the episode artwork in this, I it actually had those words, and that wasn't me messing with it six or seven times. That was the first time it came up with those words, uh, which is the title, A New Challenger Approaches. So, I think they I think they've done a really good job with these updates and Midjourney just continues to prove that they are one of the top guys up there and again these are what we're competing with people that have been in the industry for years will Lumiere be able to compete with these guys I, well obviously they're not competing directly with them they're more text to video but um you know, you have to start somewhere. And so I don't know. Midjourney's got such a head start on them and they've got such a good product too. I'm not paid by them or anything. Would love to interview the CEO, but they do a fantastic job and I really have to give them credit. And if you listen to this podcast at all, you know, I talk about Midjourney every other episode, if not every episode, because I think it's that good. And I have Dolly and you know, I, I think that's good too, but Midjourney just continues to dominate i think now there are competitors like leonardo which have done really well we had an interview with max a couple weeks ago and he talked about leonardo really coming out and really doing well uh, out there and that it is a a good competitor to mid journey so take a look at those again i'm 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 done being a fanboy it's really good go check it out 
good luck creating your new anime characters. And finally, on January 24th, the FTC, not the FTX like I had originally said, but FTC, uh, initiate a comprehensive investigation into the AI investments of major tech companies such as Alphabet, Amazon, Anthropic, Microsoft, and OpenAI, and they're demanding extensive documentation within 45 days. Now, the move is in a response to the multi-dollar billion investments these companies have made, obviously, in the AI sector, specifically examining their strategy and minority stakes and its exclusive partnerships that could potentially lead to monopolistic practices with an emphasis on scrutinizing the competitive and market impacts of these transactions. Now, the FTC is actively addressing concerns around privacy bias and advertising and AI signaling a proactive stance against consumer harm. Consequently, businesses engaged in AI must seek expert legal guidance to successfully navigate the complexities of this evolving landscape. Going to be honest with you guys, I really don't have a take on this because I really don't know what will happen. But could the FTC be bought out and just do nothing? Maybe. We've seen that before. But I just hope we don't really see too heavy regulation on uh, the AI space. There's going to have to be some, but how much, I don't really know. And some of these bigger companies, I'd be really interested to see when the 45-day ends if they have to go and do another hearing or something on on what they're how they're not being monopolistic. I don't know how that all works. I'm not going to act like I know how it all works, but I just want you guys to know that the FTC is, is looking into them. If you have any more information on that, or if you are an expert or a lawyer and you're like, Hey, I actually know what's going on in this. A, I would love to interview you. Uh, that, that'd be great. I think that'd be great for the listeners. And two, if you want to pop me an email and just, Hey, here's a quick update on it. That would be phenomenal. So with that, Thank you for giving me a listen, team. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. You got all my socials and everything at the beginning of the episode, so I won't close it out too hard. But appreciate y'all. I got an exciting interview for Monday, so stay tuned, and we will see you then. Like I said, have a good weekend, team.